Welcome to the Shade Brigade. My name's Oliver, the homo you should know. And I'm Chris Hey! This forecast calls for plenty of shade and we're bringing it to you. Straight to you. Who are we and what are we about? What the hell are we doing? Um... (laughs) Honey, we're going to discuss a little bit of everything. Like, everything. Like LGBTQ issues and all the letters in between. Politics. Fashion. Music. Pets. Social media. Cock blocks and clam jams. Things Things that that piss piss us us off. off. Things that make us happy. In all honesty, we're going to talk, you're going to listen, and you're going to like it. But really, though, let's just get on with the show. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of The Shade Brigade. I am your host, Oliver, here with my fine furry friend. Actually, I lied, she did shave, so she's not so furry (gasps) anymore, so... Solid burn. Solid (laughs) burn. Anyway, I'm Crochet. Hey! (laughs) And someone's meeting Jesus later, just so you know, so if our podcast stops abruptly, that's why. (laughs) Well, speaking of uh, stopping... (laughs) abruptly we're uh we're sorry for the delay uh things have been relatively crazy uh yours truly oh. here got into an accident that has totaled my car um but he's okay yes i am fine yes. i escaped with no injuries or anything like that it's just the car is toast yes. so um in addition to that i have since started school uh and that Yay. consumes uh four evenings a week plus hours upon hours of homework and reading and note-taking and communicating with quality time with crochet when she picks you up and takes you and drops you off right right that is very important to note that is very important crochet has officially turned into an uber yes yes (laughs) (laughs) that's a 1-800 dial-a-ride right there just so you know i wouldn't do that shit for just anybody i don't even do that for my niece she'd be like can you pick me and my friends up from school i'm like fuck no i can't i don't even know your damn friends i'm not picking y'all up (laughs) (laughs) it's like she comes over and helps take care of my kids and watch my kids and we hang out we do stuff together right i don't mind picking her up but i'm not i'm not uber for all your friends Uh, right they can call their own mama to pick their asses up right yeah yeah. They're 15 yeah. years old, right? <laughs> Fucking teenagers. Let me just say, I my my partially my reasoning for the delay is that we have a six month old house guest <laughs> that we you know was kind of a surprise, which is fine and dandy, but that means that crochet is running low on sleep. So if this turns out to be a little shadier than usual. <laughs> Please excuse my crabbiness. Crochet is just very, very, very tired. <laughs> but, but that so, leaves one question. Why are you talking about yourself? And like third what, this, person? Third person? Second person? I know, person? because I'm so fucking tired. <laughs> I can't even think straight. <laughs> So please, I know, right? Can we have nap time? I I think we need to implement (laughs) nap time. Sounds like a good idea. A nap sounds absolutely amazing, and I'm sure that everyone listening would agree because adulting is not what I signed up for. I want a fucking refund, okay? I want a do-over. Someone pay my bills. I want to go back to (laughs) someone making my lunches, someone sending me with lunch money, and the only thing I had to do was, you know, chasing boys, you know, during school, and then... (laughs) 
you know, <laughs> pretending to pay attention in class. So, right. But now that I'm an adult, I actually am paying for my own education, and it sucks. I have to pay attention. <clears throat> have to pay attention. Anyhow, fun. fun moving right fun. along, um, as America as a whole knows, this week uh, we experienced yet another tragic shooting uh, and massacre. Uh, in Vegas on Sunday. Um, while I personally haven't had a whole lot of time to watch the news, um, it appears that there was an individual who uh, was at the Mandalay Bay Hotel and had opened fire, killing, I last I recall, about 50 or more people, injuring way more than that. Um, with that said, that kind of ties into my humanitarian of the week this week. Uh, 29-year-old former Marine Taylor Winston uh, was present in the area. He actually uh, stole a truck that happened to be empty. And even more strangely enough, someone who left their keys inside. Yeah, that's definitely strange these days. Um, and Taylor uh, decided to utilize that and capitalize in that moment uh to transport 30 individuals injured in the Vegas attack to a nearby hospital. Um, I think he took about three trips, about 10 people each. He even removed the toolbox from the back of the truck to make room for extra people oh, wow. um, and whatnot. And I guess that the owner of the truck and Winston have been talking over text messages and the owner of the truck says that he's just asking for the keys back to his truck and chalking it up to water under the bridge. So well, that's nice of him. Yeah. That's really uh, nice a big him. thank you to the owner of the truck and to Taylor for being awesome and helping out those who needed it most. Yes, um, for sure. Because I, I would imagine that that would have been an, an intense scene to try and navigate with all the people scrambling to find shelter and mm, uh, whatnot from the melee of, of the bullets and, and what have you. Um and I also want to take just an extra moment to, to say a special thank you to all of the uh, local area hospitals. I haven't been to Vegas, so I can't say for sure as to whether or not there's more than one hospital. But um, if there is more than one, then hospitals. If there's one English professor, please, I do know that it is singular versus plural here. Um, <laughs> so hospital, hospitals. Uh, in the Vegas area for attending to those who were injured in the attack that happened. Um, and, Amen. you know, doing what you do best, and, and that is, you know, saving lives one person at a time. Um, you know, while some couldn't be saved and were unfortunately not able to make it home to see their loved ones, uh, we want to sincerely thank you for the hard work and the dedication uh, to save those who were indeed injured. Uh, from that. And I think we should also give a big shout out to the citizens of Las Vegas who donated blood, who've opened their homes to out-of-town families of the victims to, you know, come and find their loved one or pay their last respects, I suppose, unfortunately. Um, but good for you. Talk about goodwill and humanitarianism. humanitarianism because, you know, to open your heart and your home to people who have just experienced just devastating tragedy. I could not even imagine. I had, I have two friends that I know live in the area, but I didn't know exactly where they were. Uh, I have one friend um, 
one was at work, so I believe, and so that wasn't really an issue. Uh, at the other, I believe, was on the strip, but not in that area. And so, you know, first thing in the morning, see, I didn't even hear anything about this Sunday night. I went to bed kind of early. I didn't pay attention yeah, to my phone. So I woke up about 3 o'clock Monday morning, checked my phone just to see what time it was because had to, you know, get up for the day or whatever to get the kids to school. Didn't want to miss it. And sure enough, just bam, 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 post after post after post from the news. And I'm like, oh, my God. So I start messaging my friends who live in the area. I'm messaging my friends who I know don't live in Vegas. And I'm like, thank God you don't live in Vegas. I'm so glad you don't live in Vegas right now. Like, I was just calling out everybody. But the response has been truly overwhelming. And it has just been, it's been amazing to see what... Are they Las Vegans? <laughs> I, I suppose so. What? I guess that would be appropriate. Las Vegans. <laughs> <laughs> no meat for you. Right. No, but but it it really is uh, wonderful to see. Every I'm, I apologize. I don't really know what to call you. If Las Vegans is appropriate, if anybody's offended, my deepest apologies. The people of Las Vegas. We'll yes. just we'll go there. So right. well done. Keep up the good work. This is what we need. We need to come together. We're, we're so divided right now. Although in the face of this horrible tragedy, obviously, it's terrible that it happened. But let's come together and let's keep coming together. Don't let it just be tragedy that brings us together. Let's, you know, let's find a way to make this continue. Right. Absolutely. Amen. Absolutely. And I just want to take a, a, a quick second to shout out to my close friend, Anna, who lives down in the area. Hi, Anna. Uh, she... Uh, Offered to help anyone in need uh, by means of ride or a meal or something along that line. So, hey, girl, hey, thank you so much for being awesome. <laughs> thank uh, you. We appreciate That's you. So super um, awesome. And I've got, uh, I know at least for me personally, I know that there's um, at least one person that I know that lives, or I'm sorry, works about a block away from Mandalay Bay. Um, she is okay. Um, and then I had another Facebook acquaintance that uh, said that he had intended to uh, stay another night in in the area and go out and party, but uh, actually had left earlier that day. Um, so he was a little shooken up about everything that happened. Oh, so, I bet. Um, you know, it, it, someone was looking out for him. Right. Oh right. my goodness. Absolutely. Absolutely. Gosh. Even country music's not safe anymore, I tell you. Well, and what's sad is... <laughs> God! Who, who was on stage? Was it Jason Aldean, I think? Really? I, yeah, I think it was him. And I had and heard that people didn't even really know that there was shooting starting at first. The concert just kept on going, and... Well, I mean, the last shows that I've been to, the music is up so damn loud. That's true. I mean, don't get me wrong. That's the whole point. Like, you're going and you're paying for an experience, and you want to be submersed in that. So, of course, the volume is going to be up to 110%. But, (laughs) you know, I just... Well, I'm going to touch on this a little later in the episode um, uh, as far as my thoughts on the current state of of the country and and stuff like that. But uh, moving along into other business, celebrity speed dating. You want to take a guess who I'm going to talk about? (laughs) Could be anyone. It could be serious. Celebrity speed dating. Is it like The Rock? No. Okay, although I'm gay, I will say my one man crush. I love The Rock. 
and Ian Somerhalder. Not like in a sexual way, but they are very, very pleasant to look at. They are appealing. So if it's not either, yes, they are very appealing to the eye. (laughs) However, if it's not either of them, I'm out of guesses. (laughs) Well, all right. Well, if you're going to use all three swings and a miss on that, uh, (laughs) Sam Smith, of all people, Mr. I am perpetually and very single, which almost came across a little desperate, but we're not going to go there because Sam Smith is relatively, I don't know, I can tolerate his music in in small doses. But uh, you know what he says? You know, I'm not the only one. The only, yeah, Other he isn't, people are oh, doing he isn't it. alone in that. So uh, apparently Sam Smith and Brandon Flynn uh, of the uh, 13 Reasons Why fame, uh, who recently came out himself, were seen playing Kissy Face in Now Please, If You Live Across the Pond, Don't Butcher Me. I don't know if it's Greenwich Village. It's or Greenwich. It's, okay, I guess it is Greenwich. Greenwich but why Village. would they put a W in that and then not use it. Why does llama have two L's? Because English is... It's just and, one of those fucked up things. Just, it's like Worcestershire. It's not spelled like... We're, it looks like Worcestershire, <laughs> but it's Worcestershire. <laughs> That's probably my biggest when it comes to freaking... Linguistics. Oh. And English. The English language. Where I hate you, Worcestershire. I hate the way you're spelled. You're delicious once in a while, but I don't like the spelling. And... It's good on steak. British people. Yes. I know you're so, fans of Worcestershire, so I'm sorry. Uh, that Greenwich one. Village, I, <laughs> which looks like Greenwich Village. So Greenwich I... Maybe he is a Greenwich. You never know. <laughs> you know, I almost think so. But is it wrong of me to already be looking forward to Sam Smith's third album about their breakup? About their breakup? <laughs> That's what makes you know, the it, best music, it, it's, though. It's, you know it's going to be filled with these big breakup power ballads. Oh, and my God. is he the gay equivalent to Tay-Tay Swiffer, the quicker picker-upper? Tay-Tay Swiffer, the quicker picker-upper. Did you just pull that one out of your ass? I totally did. <laughs> I, I love it. <laughs> I totally Don't get me did. wrong. I totally love Taylor Swift. Look what you made me do is the shizzle. Right. Now. And see, and then <laughs> Sam Smith is going to take look what you made me do, stretch it out into a five minute ballad. And it's going to be a six and a half minute video because he has to create a backstory. And, you know, it, it's going to be wonderful. But you oh. know what? At the end of the day, if if they are happy playing Kissy Face, I support you. I mean, don't get me wrong. Sam Smith is attractive. He just needs to keep the curly hair to a minimum because yeah. I, I, that doesn't do it for me Only personally. Only Justin Timberlake can really pull that curly haired look off. No, not even for Justin Timberlake. <laughs> oh, I, would, I think he I would totally take did someone, it. I would totally take a dude with long hair over a dude with curly hair. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Curly hair is a pain in the ass. I can tell you that from experience. Right. Because it's no fun getting your hands stuck in it when you're pulling hair in the middle of... So are you like a hair racist then? No. Not are you racist. a hairist? <laughs> <laughs> a hairist? A hairist. <laughs> I don't um, only date people with this kind of hair. What does that make you besides a dick? Well, I mean, it, well, yeah, I suppose that does make me kind of an ass. All in it's all that. coming out, folks. I no will, holds barred. Right. Now you know but Oliver's in, deep, dark secret. In my... Defense, though. You have folks <laughs> like, uh, who is it, Jason Momoa? Uh, he's got long hair. Uh, there's that incredibly beautiful model. Is it, What's his name? Uh, Josh Mario John. 
or something like that. You know way Blonde, more about these male scruffy, models than I do. Covered in tattoos, just like oh man. Like Super I sexy, huh? oh yeah. I would what I wouldn't do for a Klondike bar on the side of him. But neither here nor there. Um again moving right along before we get to I have a quick question before we move uh, oh on no. from that. Oh no. What what was the speed dating reference? Well, was I don't it know. Was speed dating it's just kind of It was just it happened quick like out of nowhere it's like bam. Oh gotcha. There's Sam kind Smith of speed and this dating. Gotcha. this new dude. So uh Brandon Flynn uh, like recently came out like it had to have happened within the last month or so I thought I read something that he came out recently so it was like bam I'm out of the closet bam I'm in a relationship with Sam Smith singing power ballads well maybe like, Sam Smith like helped him come out of the closet maybe they've been together for a while and he finally gave him the well you know and here, here's my thought on okay. that for those of you that have seen the new episode of Will and Grace which was amazing by oh, the way we loved it all um, of you were great it was Br- so nice to have it back Sam Smith is the equivalent of an Anderson Cooper to Brandon Flynn. Do you remember that in the episode? I remember that part. Where That's his power game. Right. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> See, and it all makes sense. It all makes sense. Thank oh. you, Will and Grace, for making this all right. And I promise I did not just give away anything big. Promise, oh. promise, if you haven't seen it, shame on you. Right. Why haven't you? It's and what's 30 it? minutes. Find the time. Watch it. You will not regret it unless you absolutely hate politics because they do get political. But you had to have seen that coming if you've read any of their tweets or seen any of their promos or anything that they did around election time. You had to see it coming. The new Will and Grace is very based in the now. Right. So and it's a lot of later current events. Accurate. Yes. Very, 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 very current events. So. And one thing that I, I really love about it is... The quick wit and the humor picks right, right up, up as if like it, it never, never stopped. St- right. Oh, right. They're so good. Oh, and Karen, she is like my favorite Republican on the planet because she's yeah. so awful about it. <laughs> oh, but how can you not love Karen? You know, she's like, honey, honey, what is this? What is this? How do you not love that? Every gay person has adopted that at one point in their life or another. I don't give a fuck who you are. You may not admit it, but you have done that finger thing to someone. Yeah, I think so. You have. Even if you've done it in your head, it happened. (laughs) Just saying. I think I do that in my head quite often. I'll look at somebody and be like, what the fuck is going on here? Ooh, bitch. Mm -mm. (laughs) Not today, Satan. Not today. Oh, man. Uh, well, we love our power gays and our yes, Anderson Coopers. We do, and I happen to actually love Anderson Cooper. He's so cute. He is in like a baby-faced homo kind of way. Yeah, with gray I, hair. I like to see him with a beard. <laughs> I think. I don't think I would. I don't think he'd look right with a beard. I guess I'd have to see I, it again. Here I am being a hairist. <laughs> you hairist. I'm partial to facial hair. I mm. really am, and it's not necessarily a requirement. Uh, you know, for those that I date, as I entertained a, a gentleman recently. Uh, recently who didn't have it, but we mm-hmm. had talked about it. I told him that I would love to see him with a beard. Did he and, not have it because you were a cradle robber by chance? Uh, well, we're not <laughs> going to gotten there yet. We're not going to talk about how old he is, but uh, he is of legal age. That yes, I, yes, that is important. Yes, but uh, he's not much older. 
Well, but I will just state that he is less than legal drinking age, and we'll leave it at that. All right. Well, you go on with your bad. I, I will tell you what, though. I I won't mention names, but I do love the fact that uh, he graduated with honors and has done well for himself with school and and stuff like that. Awesome. So even at the prime age of the age he is, <laughs> right. Uh, the age that will remain you know, unsaid. he uh, he seems to have his stuff together, so I really appreciated awesome. that, and it awesome. was kind of nice to just talk, um, be an adult, right, with another person, right? Who? Oh my God, what's that like again? Having to go out somewhere and have a drink, and you know, because everyone's big on that, like, oh, let's go right. grab a drink, you know, which is great, right. but you know, when someone isn't of legal drinking age, you can't really do that, so you have to kind of take them home and give them alcohol instead. <laughs> <laughs> well, that didn't happen either. But, uh, yeah, yeah. And I don't condone that. That was a joke. Please do not take that seriously. (laughs) We're going to have so many pissed off parents. Oh, speaking of (laughs) pissed off parents, uh, you watched Glee, right? I did back in the day. I don't think I've seen every episode, but I've seen enough of it to really get the gist of it. So, Glee's Mark Sailing, who played Puck. Okay. Um,. Pled guilty here recently to uh, possessing child pornography. Um, this has been going on for quite some time. He uh, he was arrested back at the tail end of 2015 uh, at his home in Los Angeles after his girl or former girlfriend, I'm sorry, uh, notified uh, police of his child porn collection. Uh, People magazine goes on to state that. Uh, they had seized about 25,000 images and 600 videos of child porn. What the fuck? Um, while he faces up to 20 years in jail, court documents suggest that he may do less than that. Um, I thought I read something about four to seven. Um, and once out of jail, he'll be legally required to stay at least 100 feet from schools, parks, playgrounds, public swimming pools, and arcades, as Forever. well as... Uh, yes, as well Good. as uh, registering as a sex offender. That really sucks, because I really liked him as an actor, and that just disgusts me. <sighs> look at all the children that looked up to them in that show. Right. That is so disgusting to me. Fuck you, man. How dare you? Ugh. Well, I can't it, even. It, no. Mm-mm. And what gets me is, this is a prime case of you never really know who someone is. No, you, you don't know until you know. And, I mean, I don't know how the girlfriend found this stash, but I would imagine that he was lazy. He, and right. I mean, clearly, you know that that is not something that's not permissible. Okay. No, you hide that shit. So I, I, I don't know. Maybe he wanted to be caught. Maybe the guilt was catching up to. I hope. I hope the guilt was catching up to him and eating him alive. And so he just put it out there for someone else to find so that he would get caught and it could finally be over. Maybe he'll get some help. Maybe he will be a regularly functioning or normal functioning member of society someday. But fuck you right now. Damn it. Fuck you. That's not... Oh, I'm a mother. And that's just... Oh. Makes your skin crawl. It does. It really chaps my ass. It burns my cookies and all those different things. Yeah. It's <laughs> things that piss us off. <laughs> right, things that piss us off. Yes. Um, well, I don't know. It's I, so I, sick. I'm not excusing the behavior, but do you think that this is something that somebody could... I don't want to use the term repent, but... Do you think that this is something that somebody could overcome and become a functioning 
regular adult without the addiction to seeing underage children naked? It, I think it depends on how deep the... Um, how deep it goes because i guess well 600 videos and twenty five thousand. Well, no i mean i get that but how how hard is that to find anyway if you've got the google well and not even the that's google like at that 10 point. minutes of searching i'm, I'm here done. to tell you that it's <laughs> it's not the google it is the dark web where well yeah you got that it too. from you know and it, it's easily accessible you know it's as easy as clicking on a vpn and using a, a tor browser yeah and next thing you know you're you're looking at stuff that is is banned right well and it's hard to say though because as someone who has dealt with with some form of mental illness or depression literally my whole life you have to wonder like is this something that some medication could fix is there just like some wires off that they could get him give him some medication he'd be good or is it really you know so i think it kind of comes down to he really has to be evaluated to even start to answer that question. <clears throat> well, and it's funny. I think it might be possible that he could be treated with medication, but it's also just as possible that he should probably never be allowed in around any member of society under the age of 18 ever again. So, right. Well, and it, it's tough. It almost makes you wonder. I mean, obviously, this is a, a really serious offense, but mm-hmm. why? I mean, obviously. Hollywood, I would imagine, does some sort of background check to to see what they're dealing with. I mean, clearly, because you're dealing with folks in the high school grade level, which, of course, are all minors. And they're all influencing other children. So you you brought up that he needs to be evaluated, and I'll have to see if I can find it. Um, But there was a, a show on, or a series on, is it HBO, Showtime? I don't know. I can't really remember. But the, it, it was called, like, the Darknet. And uh-huh. the whole premise of the series was about different things around the Darknet. And there was one about um, studies being done, I believe it was in Germany, mm-hmm. um, where they took criminals that were incarcerated for crimes against um, children, and they would put them in front of a screen with all these this little wiring harness over the top of their heads that would monitor brain waves right and they would take their individual case recreate the scenario with them and see what part of the brain it is that is affected when they see scenarios recreated in front of them uh-huh. like a little child getting undressed or or what have you mm. um as i don't want to be too vulgar but yeah um it it was an interesting concept that they were trying to study the brain from a, a, a standpoint to try and understand what happens in the brain when someone goes to to commit an act such as this. You know, right. what part of the brain either <clears throat> kicks into high gear, what part of the brain malfunctions during that time right. to cause someone to say, this is okay. I mean, obviously inhibitions are in, in play or whatever – um, there are probably exterior motives, but, um, you know, mm-hmm. for that, if you happen to, to look it up, um, there's an episode in that series somewhere, um, about it. And it, uh, was rather interesting. Um, it's crazy. and that whole series is actually really kind of cool. Cause they also, not to go too far off on a tangent, they mm-hmm. were, um, they also talked about, again, on the topic of children, um, 
there was one government, I don't know if it was ours or if it was someone else's, that had created this um, AI character to look as real as possible. Right. Um, to trick those on the dark net into paying for sessions on webcam with underage children. Mm-hmm. So this artificial intelligence character basically was as real as they could get it mm-hmm. and it had tricked these people into buying time so that way they could go in and kind of snag their IP address or, or whatever. I, I'm new to the whole computer science thing is that is my major. Interesting. But um, it, uh, it was rather interesting. A, a different tactic to uh, try and catch those that are, are breaking clearly understood laws, especially here in the U.S. Right. Um, and it, it, it's rather interesting. And, and someone who has previously had some relative work in the pornography field, and I will state for the record that no, I cannot be found on film, so don't ask, <laughs> um, that there were instances of folks even asking about it uh, or underage children through the channel that I worked with or worked with yeah, and that's not cool. um, having to fill out reports and whatnot and, and send that in to legal departments and and whatnot was it was it was terrifying to think that there are people out there that are really wanting to pay for this and think that it's okay well at the same time you have to consider where we've evolved from i remember having a conversation with my mom and my aunts my mom was married i think when she was 17 my old my her older sister was married by the time she was i think 15 like a lot of that there's a lot of different views on it as well like that used to be acceptable like game of thrones for example as soon as they started bleeding they're good to start breeding you know (laughs) and i i think in a way that there people still hold on to that old view and you have to consider that too i mean it's it's old and ingrained like literally that was a lot of all over the world. In some countries, that's still what they do. They still marry that young. Well, so and I'm and I'm not I'm not giving any I'm not condoning the actions or anything like that. But I also do think that people have some people do have a different way of a preconceived, of, notion, of that preconceived okay. notion of it, and that's where we run into these problems. But you got people you got people in the United States who are trying to hide it. What was it that one guy who had like what like three girls locked up under his house or something? I, or whatever, I and they can't were recently a specific incident, but they it's weren't not super. Surprising. Yeah, they weren't super recently. But I mean, child trafficking founder. at any age. I mean, even if you're six or you're oh yeah seventeen, it's still a felony. Yeah. We have um, a lot of uh, homeless encampments in the Seattle area, and I've heard reports that child trafficking in those areas are it's terrible. That's that's a lot of the reason why they want to get rid of these homeless encampments or do something to, uh, you know. Some more organization or something because well, and they're they're easy targets, right? Oh, I mean, absolutely. I mean, they're in a spot where nobody. I let me take that back. They're in a spot where most people want nothing to do with. Mm-hmm. So, you know, ordinary people off the street that work nine to fives aren't going to stop by these homeless encampments and go, "Oh, are you okay? Yeah. Oh, where's your <clears throat> child?" You know, so somebody from a predatory nature could walk into a camp and 
just steal a, a, a child or, you know, get away with things in that environment that they probably normally wouldn't be able to get away with. Yeah, it's terrible. Um, I was listening to another uh, podcast that I absolutely love. And if you ever get the chance, um, it's called Sword and Scale. Um, this particular podcast is a true crime podcast. It's uh, done by this guy. I believe his name is Mike. Um, he's based out of Florida. Cool dude. Um, does probably hands down one of the best podcasts I've ever had the chance to listen to. And uh, I can't speak enough about this podcast. It's really awesome. However, I do need to note that it is and it can be a little vulgar at times. Um but that is the aspect of true reporting right. is that these are real crimes mm-hmm. uh, that legitimately happened. They're not recreated. They're not told one way or another. Um, but there was one particular episode, and I can't remember the name of the or the number of the episode, but it was about um, cannibalism. And mm-hmm. there were... Uh, chat logs obtained through I want to say Yahoo Messenger or something between a couple of people that were into that and they had made a valid point and I promise that there's there's a point to this story. <laughs> I figured that, we get there. Um, they had made a comment in there that they would go to places that are poverty stricken or uh, trailer parks or something along that line where people are living in conditions less than their means So what, they're trying to find people who don't have anything left to really live for? They don't have much to lose? Well, it's sort of. The the whole concept was that they found that children were easier to pick up in environments where parents were needy or poor. Oh, I'm sure. So they would send their children outside to play and not really watch them because they were busy doing something else, be it watching TV or, Smoking you know, unfortunately, there. you know, doing drugs. But, um, you know, so it kind of ties a homeless back camp, into, You better not be watching TV. Well, and, well, and that, you know, <laughs> that goes back to that point that, you know, they're not really heavily patrolled areas, those homeless encampments. And, you know, I, I can't imagine being in that situation. But I would, I, I would imagine that, it, that it's pretty scary. So, anyhow, uh, if you get the chance, go check out Mike and his podcast. And I promise I wasn't paid a fee to mention this. It legitimately is an awesome <laughs> podcast. Um, although I haven't listened to it lately, uh, I have some coworkers to thank you uh, for turning me on to that. Jen, specifically, thank you so much. I, <laughs> you know, now I can't live without it. Is this um, is this Jen? That's your instigator friend who wants to see me do drag. Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> You're that. an instigator, Jen, just FYI. I won't lie, I have been thinking about it, but I just wanted to throw that out there. You're totally instigating, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yes, go check it out. Uh, it's Sword and Scale, uh, phenomenal podcast. I personally listen to it on iTunes. Um, you can support him and his amazing efforts on Patreon. Um, I'm sure that you can search it through the website. I don't have all the specific information, so please go check it out. Support him. He does does incredible work so this is going to be where i kind of hand this over to uh crochet because she this is kind of her episode so <laughs> she told me today that she has some stuff to talk about and wouldn't tell me what it is because she's about ready to drop a bomb on you me and well i'm sure some people may know about this but uh. i wanted to be surprised and in the moment so yeah. 
Okay. Take it away. Man, let me tell you. This motherfucker. This motherfucker. <laughs> I, I, honest, I can't. I just, oh, I cannot you just can't, even, oh, can't deal even. with this guy. Oh, when Ray Tillerson said that Donald Trump was a moron. Wait, who are we talking about? Oh, Secretary of State Ray Tillerson called Donald Trump a moron. If I'm not mistaken, he just got the boot. Oh, is that it? I believe oh. Heaven forbid that the president be called uh, a moron because he has oh got gosh. tiny little hands and me 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 me. Yeah, so he he went down to Puerto Rico. President Trump did. The, yeah, I can't. Those I choke on those words. How about we call him from Trumple Silkskin from here on out? Yay. I think it's rather appropriate. We'll call him Trumple Silkskin. I like that. Yes, and it doesn't make me throw up in my mouth a little bit. So, just a wee little bit. So the man goes down there, basically praises himself. He says, "Man, you guys have really thrown a curveball in our budget." Like that was What how is that even fucking relevant? I know. Like, it's I not like Puerto, Puerto Rico said, "Hey, we're desperate and need attention, so Send a natural disaster our way. I can promise you that not a single person on that island. No, but the, it gets better. Oh, no. It gets better. And then he tried to say that Hurricane Maria was not a real catastrophe like uh, Katrina. You've only got, what, 16 or 17 dead versus the thousands. And that's like the forehead slapper right there. Like when you see this, there's a video. And when you see the video, he's sitting down with... Um, I apologize at the top of my head. I don't remember what official it was of Puerto Rico, but he's sitting down with someone of of importance. Well, it's certainly not and, the governor because last I heard, she's out there in the black water passing out right, supplies to her people, people. and not ugh. doing oh her damn God. job to help her people out. So thank you for that. Oh my God. So yeah, he tried to compare Maria to Katrina saying that, oh, thank God it wasn't a real catastrophe. And then he started saying, he kept throwing around the word miracle, which seemed to chap a lot of people's asses. Uh, the job that's been done here is really nothing short of a miracle. No, it's not a miracle, dude. A fucking disaster just happened a miracle would be everything going back to the way it was before the disaster happened like it never did that would be a miracle and the work being done isn't by you dick face oh my god like let's let's fucking be honest honey it gets better there's more there's so much more so then (laughs) but wait yes there's there's more. more yes it has been so bad. Even Bernie. Ooh, goodness gracious! I'm a. There you I go, apologize the if you heard oh. a little disruption there. Sorry, my hands are a little out of control today. <laughs> <laughs> well, you did give them a fair warning that you're going to be extra worked up. I so. did. I did. Okay. So then Bernie Sanders. Feel the burn. He yeah. He he threw out the burn so that the president should feel the burn. He basically told him, "You need to stop." <laughs> Stop tweeting and help Puerto Rico. Actually do something to help. Do you know what this motherfucker did while he was down there? No. He got a crowd of people gathered around him and starts throwing out rolls of toilet paper and paper towels. Or no, paper towels, not toilet paper, I don't believe. Like it's fucking t-shirts out of a cannon. 
What like the, like he's fucking hell? Oprah or something, and you get a bag, and you get a bag, and you get a bag. Everybody gets a bag of paper towels, you know? Like, it blew my mind. And then he had, um, he had an interview with a survivor, and he says something like, something along the lines of, have a good time. Their fucking home has just been devastated by disaster, and you're going to tell him to have a good fucking time rebuilding is what? Really? Oh, God. I told you you were going to love it. You know? And then he tries to say, well, it's not about me. It's about all these amazing people and shit like that. It's like he fucking contradicted himself every... Step of the way. Every turn he made. You know, he started talking about uh, the, he did, Ricardo, I apologize if I say this wrong, Rossello, uh, the governor of Puerto Rico. That's the governor. Um, Trump said he's not even from my party and he started right at the beginning appreciating what we did. Well, if you send people help, yeah, the first thing they're going to say when you get there is thank you. It's not necessarily, since he was giving us the highest grades and on behalf of the country, I want to thank you. I'm not so sure that's what was happening. I mean, I wasn't there or anything. But I don't think anybody's going to give Trumple Silskin the highest grades. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But he keeps... He just keeps showing his ass. Showing his ass and showing his ass. He made up lies about Puerto Rico's truck drivers not doing their jobs. So it's well, like... Well, I'm sorry. Maybe um, there's like 30 feet of water. They just had a fucking hurricane. How are they even going to drive trucks? And then he was he he had a jab at the 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 power grid that they're working on, and then of course you know just the general you should be happy that more people aren't dead comparing Maria to Katrina, which also the relief effort was terribly botched back then, and this year is no better. When you've got Trumple Silskin down there throwing individual rolls of paper towels at people, you know we've got a serious problem. Please, Queen of England, don't die. I cannot have this man be our representative at your funeral. You need to hang in there till this shit's over. Please yes. and thank you. Yes. Absolutely. Like, oh, God. He, he made up stories about the, the health care on the island. And it was just, he, he, it was like lie after lie after lie. Like, I... Like I said, I can't. I just can't. How, 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 how terrible is all of that? All of it. And then... It's disgusting. It, it really, really is. is. Like, and he's just not acting presidential. He's and, not. And he's acting like a fucking piece of shit. And it gets better. It gets better. So, moving on from this... Abs- I know, I keep getting too close to the microphone... This absolute disaster in Puerto Rico that could have been handled so, so, so much different. And I apologize. Some of the information that I got about what I'm about to talk about is from September, not necessarily from this month, but I'm just now, I'm just now getting to it and seeing it. And I'm like, oh my God. So there was an article I had seen um, from the ACLU. By James Essex, he's the director uh, of the LGBT and HIV product, 
product of Project. He's okay. the director, comma, LGBT and HIV Project. We're gonna put you in timeout, girl. Your hands not, are swinging. I know. Timeout. Timeout. <laughs> okay. Okay. Go ahead. All right. So basically, this the article that I was reading was saying that. In actuality, businesses may be able to discriminate against gay people. Businesses. Like, literally say, we don't serve gay people, which basically comes... <laughs> Do you know how fucked up this is for me? I'm gay. And I'm black. I have mixed children. <laughs> I'm like... <laughs> what? <laughs> I honestly... Like, I'm laughing right now, you guys, but honestly, like, I have tears burning the back of my eyes because this isn't really not something I ever, ever, ever thought that I would deal with in my, in my life or have to worry about my children experiencing, and it is absolutely devastating, absolutely devastating, and I send humongous hugs out to every one of you who are on the same page with me. Okay, I'm not going to cry. <laughs> Oh, I'm so upset. <laughs> well, and it, it's so this is, this is no different than the segregation that happened, uh, what, 50, 60 years ago oh, when Rosa there were. Parks. Right. But you know what? Were, Rosa Parks refused to, refused to give up her seat. She didn't trash the fucking bus. Right. Remember that shit. Right. Well, and this kind of ties into a little bit about what. Um, I was gonna say, so I'm I'm just gonna jump into it. I, sure. I guess. Let me give. T- let me take a time out here. <laughs> you talk for a minute, <laughs> and I'll calm myself down. Put my tears um, back. I I'm gonna kind of take a, a a little bit of a turn, and, and I I'm gonna ask the question: Are thoughts and prayers enough? Um, I feel like this bears repeating. That how long before we rise up to show them that we're sick and tired of this deplorable presidency and that this course of action to make America great again, or I'm sorry, great again, um, that slogan's dumb. Like, let's we just want to make America gay again. I mean, (laughs) come on. So, this course of action to make America great again is simply nothing more than a playtime for a severely underqualified individual playing commander in chief. Right. Um, he's in over his head, um, and it's apparent by his overtly emotional knee-jerk reactions and his shoot-from-the-hip policy changes. We don't want your guns. We don't want to take them from you. What we want is the the senseless violence like Columbine and the movie theater shooting in Colorado and most recently Las Las Vegas Vegas. to simply end. We want it to fucking stop. We're tired. Every time we turn on the news, someone else is getting shot by somebody who more often than not is a white heterosexual man or a white man in general that sh- <laughs> that's it, only if they're not a harm. terrorist right. from another country um, God. That, that's causing harm we want America to be great again but not at the cost of sacrificing rights for others Right. when will America wake the fuck up get woke y'all Time when to get woke. will enough be enough it's already enough 
It will be the day that Black Lives Matter, the day that Mexicans aren't criminals, the day that Muslims aren't terrorists, and that people of the LGBTQ and I community are equal. It will be the day that we really are the majority, and that our numbers are much larger than theirs, and that we are taking back our country and making them the minority. The biggest issue here is that it's the people versus Donald Trump. And for those that are supportive of him, clearly are are wearing some brown shade shaded glasses because they're full of shit <laughs> or they're they're living in some fantasy world where they think that this man that lives high in towers that has a, a gold plated or 24 karat gold shitter can possibly relate to the man that is 72 years old he gets up Starts work on his farm at 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning before the sun is even up. And that man slaves all day long until about 6 or 7 o'clock in the evening. And then finally sits down to have dinner with his wife at the end of the day at the age of 72. He has no idea what it's like for the single mom that has, I don't know, two kids, three kids, four kids. <coughs> it doesn't matter the number. It, 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 the number of children is irrelevant. The fact that he has no idea what it's like for someone that has to, for lack of better terms, bust their balls to put food on the table, to buy clothes for their children's backs, to buy school supplies, which right. schools are requiring every single year, day in and day oh out. Oh my gosh, yes and they are, and I have two. It's <laughs> just it. unrealistic to think that this billionaire has any sort of compassion for anybody that makes less than what he does on an annual basis. Well, I'm I'm not so sure he has any compassion for anyone at all. Well, and and that's evident in that he was willing to diminish our military for being transgendered. It's one thing if you feel like you really had to. I understand he's a bidget. Uh, <laughs> He's, he's a bidget. He's I kind of like that. He's, word. A, he's a bidget. Yeah, he's a businessman. Hashtag, <laughs> hashtag bidget. <laughs> I, you know, I have. I understand that he's a businessman, and and from a business standpoint, if it was costing the country too much to provide the services for transgender people, I could understand that budget cut to an extent from a business point. But then to say they can't even serve in the military? Really? And, well, again, oh that, my that God. comes down to not being able to relate. It's, I mean, yeah, he's, he he's, absolutely he's, could not even he start to. the draft. He's never served time in the military. So he has no idea what it's really like to get out there and risk his life for the country that he's capitalizing on. Right. And then just to basically say that all the protections that were put in place before for LGBT people, LGBTQI, and all those other letters. In between. I, we got all you covered. <laughs> we got all you covered, babies. We got you. I just... Babies. <laughs> my babies. I just... Mm, I'm so mad. I just... Mm. That's about the best I can say right now. It's just like everybody heard about the everybody heard about the cake maker in Oregon that turned away the gay couple and there right. was a big and there thing was about a big it. Civil there case was a big thing about, about it. discrimination you against know. the gay couple because yeah. they refused. Um and he's I mean the thing is is that if you allow number one, 
you start allowing that, then what's to say that you can't, that people can't exercise their other, um, they're not really racism, but their other issues that they have. They could start saying, oh, well, no Muslims here. Uh, women aren't welcome here. Black people aren't welcome here. Like, you're literally opening a fucking... It's like a landslide. That's not even just a snowball. That is a literal shit slide. Just... Right. Down well, on the start... heads of, like, 75% of our country, except for the old white men that in Congress. Are... Right. Jesus Christ. Yeah, we're talking to you, Jeff Sessions, you fucking little oh, bastard. Oh, you filthy bastard. I hope you rot in hell. And it's almost over, and I'm not talking about your time in office. <sighs> Jesus, <sighs> I'm very sorry. Mm, but Jeff Sessions, you are the devil. Devil, devil, devil. And I hope you burn <laughs> in hell for eternity. And remember, oh, God, I hope you're fucking... Haunted by every single person who was ever hurt by a word, even just a word that came from your mouth. The shit that came from your pen and your actions. I'm trusting that the Lord has a very special plan in hell for you. I'm hoping him and the devil are collaborating on how to make your punishment as horrible as possible for all eternity that's how much i despise you you are a piece of shit and you are not worth the air you breathe and that is my rant about jeff sessions for the day (laughs) i oh i i cannot stand that man and what makes it even worse is he just looks like this sweet little cute old man he is oh when you first look at him i remember the first time i saw him i was like he is just the cutest thing and then he opens his mouth yeah. I was like, yeah, oh, he, he is just a horrible person. But that's a prime person. example of the rich white man. It is. That is so far out is. of touch with anybody that he has to... Uh, the Koch brothers dead yet? Yeah. <laughs> Are they still hanging in there? Probably. Oh, my God. I tell you what, I... Man. But, I, yeah, basically, you know, the, given the fact that he's endorsed a right to discriminate against LGBTQ... People and all the letters in between. You know, his he had earlier actions to strip transgender youth protections in school. Um, and basically he wants to deprive lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender people, anybody who is not heterosexual, basically. He, he wants to deprive them of federal civil rights protections altogether. And it's absolutely disturbing and disgusting and why are you looking at the Golden Girls yeah. memes while I'm trying to tell you a story here? <laughs> I really am paying attention, but I was really strategically looking for something Sophia would say, and I'm going to apply that to Donald Trump here. And all I can say is may you put your dentures in upside down and chew your fucking head off. Amen. I'm down with that. So I just, thank you, Sophia, and to uh, the Golden Girls for being amazing. Bless Sophia and the Golden Girls. Betty White, shout out, girlfriend. Right. You hang in there. If you die, we will be devastated. Don't I... die before Trump gets out of office. We need you. Right. Betty White for president. Betty White for president. Unless that she's would be amazing. And then we don't want Betty White. <laughs> <laughs> we know she loves gay people, so that's at least a plus. Uh, well, she had better. I think a large fan base is is certainly oh, uh, kind of like Britney. <laughs> <laughs> right. Maybe Britney will grow old into the new Betty White. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> her her spirit will be transferred on. 
Oh, God. And I'm bless so sorry America. I've been drinking this Mountain Dew throughout the whole recording, but I really have a, a thirst today. Right. You feeling a little thirsty? A little bit thirsty. Are you a little thirsty? I don't want a Klondike just, bar, so. Just a wee bit. Hey, hey, don't judge me. <laughs> what, what would you, you do, do for a Klondike, Klondike bar? bar. <laughs> Jesus, owe me a beer. <laughs> All right. Well, I I think we're kind of coming to an end here, folks. Uh, what's going on this weekend? I know that uh, the Seattle Seahawks are uh, at the Los Angeles Rams oh, uh, yes. at one o five p.m. Sunday. Um, I Sunday. have choir concerts this weekend. Yes, you do, and I'm hoping to catch the one on Sunday because my homo has a solo. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm about to come and represent for the man. That's right, right. Alright, well, do you have anything to add before we go? Oh, fuck you, Jeff Sessions! <laughs> and and all I, god all I can say damn it, any business I see with a sign that says heterosexuals only or gays only, I swear to god I will find someone to spray paint your shit! Well, that's the smallest offense are, are I could think okay. of. I mean, but. We, well, if it's gays we only, that's not fair to our. Yeah. What about our straighty mateys? <laughs> well, you know. What about our. We have well, you know who that ladies. made me think of. Hey, Ricky, we're, yeah, we're Hi, talking girl. about you. Um, <laughs> hey, girl, hey. <laughs> we love you. Oh, fasten your seatbelts, love puppy. This ain't going to be no cakewalk. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, well, you know, as we say every podcast, be good to yourself. Be good to each other. And we'll see you next time. Yeah. Don't forget to pay it forward. Indeed. Be kind. Peace out, homies. Later, Gator. <laughs>